Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Faith Over Fear. We are so glad to have you here. Today it's going to be just me, my husband's at work. My kids might pop in and out here and there and for that I do apologize. And I am really sorry that it is taking so long to do another podcast. I have been kind of stuck trying to figure out the right direction that I really wanted to take this podcast and wasn't sure exactly where it was going to go. I'm really good with writing things out and thinking things, but when it comes to actually speaking words, I'm like the worst person in the world. So I thought for Saturdays, since normally on Saturdays, my kids are visiting with family and my husband's at work and it's just me here, I wanted to start doing a women's study for moms, women, you know, anybody in general that's female. It's um, on becoming the Proverbs 31 woman. I actually ordered a Bible study book for this, and it's a 90-day study. And I just really wanted to go through this with all of you wonderful ladies. I started it a while ago. Unfortunately, I never did finish it. Life gets busy sometimes and crazy, and it just happens. So this is called Becoming the Woman God Wants Me to Be, a 90-day guide to living the Proverbs 31 life. Now, it does have a little program overview here. I'll just briefly touch on this. So we're going to be going through faith, a faith section every day. Um, We're going to be learning um, the memorization of the Proverbs 31 verses. There's a section on family, on fitness, um, personal appearance and fashion, which we'll touch on being modest, like how we should be, finances and retirement planning, household management, ministry, business, self-management, and spiritual things. And we're also going to have a scripture to memorize every day. Well, every week, I should say, because I'm doing it weekly, not daily. There's um, <clears throat> guided prayers, affirmations, and such and such. Um, they do have a small list of stuff they recommend having to get started. I didn't get all of these things. I just went to my local dollar store when I got my stuff. And I basically just got a um, notebook that I could divide in sections with little sticky notes. That's all I got. But if you do want to get the recommended things that came with this study, they recommend a daily planner or organizer designed to hold 5.5 times 8.5 paper. Um, Paper, filler paper, that's the same 5.5 times 8.5. A monthly calendar, five blank tab divider, dividers, pocket pages, some with and others without zippers, and a single hole punch or a hole punch specifically designed for use with your planner. And it'll all make sense as we go forth. So we're going to start with day one. Day one is called Place Your Full Confidence in God. Now, your first scripture that they are asking you to memorize is Proverbs 31, verses 10 and 11. Um, If you want to find those in your Bible and read along with me, I'll give you a second to do that. Um, 
also, I was writing mine down on, um, what do you want to call them? Sorry, I'm, like, completely drawing a blank here. Index cards. So, I wrote mine on index cards to help me memorize them better. So, if you've got your Bibles open and you're ready to read along, we're on Proverbs 31, verses 10 through 11. And it says, A wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. And I really love that. It starts us off right with a wife who's worth more value than rubies and precious stones. The husband has confidence in her. She lacks nothing of value. He trusts her to be able to, you know, do her wife duties and her mom duties and just being a godly wife in general. And the passage to read is going to be coming from Isaiah chapter 54, verses 5 through 6. For your maker is your husband, the Lord Almighty is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. He is called the God of all the earth. The Lord will call you back. As if you were a wife deserted and distressed in spirit, a wife who married young, only to be rejected, says your God. Really powerful prayer there, or verse there, my apologies. Sorry, I'm listening. I can hear my kids running up and down the hallway like animals. It's it's like a herd of elephants going through here today. All right, so I'm going to lead you through this guided prayer that comes in this Bible study. So if you want to bow your heads and close your eyes and pray with me, that would be so great. Dear Heavenly Husband, how I thank you for choosing me to be your bride. I don't pretend to understand all that this means, but I do know your word says it's true. You are my husband. You are the one who loves, protects, and provides, even if you do it through my earthly husband. I acknowledge that you are the one behind every good thing in my life. It's awesome to know that you are almighty. You have all might, all power in your hands. Therefore, no situation in my life and no challenge I'll encounter during these next 90 days will be more than you can handle. Thank you for being a redeemer, the one who can take something worthless and transform it into something valuable. I invite you to redeem every area of my life that has potential for greater value. Thank you for calling me back to a closer walk with you. At times I have felt deserted, distressed, and abandoned sometimes by people in my life, and sometimes I want to be honest enough to admit I've even felt like you have deserted me. Thank you for promising to never leave me or forsake me. The truth is, whenever there's been a distance between us, I am the one who has walked away from you. I long to draw near to you once more. Draw me close to you through the pages of this book. Thank you for calling me back once again. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 As you can hear, one of my children walked in. Say hi, Jace. Hi, Jace. <laughs> You're silly. All right, let's sit quietly with Mommy. We're doing a Bible study, okay? So that was, it's just, to give you some insight here, praying to God and thanking Him for these things are just amazing and powerful tools. Prayer is going to be the most powerful tool you'll ever use in your life. And I, from personal experience, can attest that prayer is everything that they say it is. So to take me and my husband, for example, we had a really, really, really rough start to our 
relationship and then in the beginning of our marriage there was a period of time where we were separated for three months and it seemed like a divorce was going to be imminent anytime at any point in our life but that three month separation period really made us realize how much we needed each other and we missed each other we cared about each other and we loved each other And then, I'm not saying once we got back together, it was all sunshine and daisies. No, not even close. We still spent many years struggling, trying to just figure out how to make our relationship work. How to do things, you know, the way that we should be doing as a husband and wife. And it wasn't until we were saved and we really prayed to God and we asked God to help us, you know, to give us wisdom and guidance and show us what we needed to do as a husband and as a wife and as a mom and a dad that God really came through and he answered our prayers and now it's still not all sunshine and daisies we still have our moments because we're human and that's how it's always going to be but our marriage has never been stronger we're so much more in love than we ever were we're happy we're a team we work together and it's just amazing it's amazing how God really comes through when you put that trust in him. And it's always important to put that trust in God because God will never fail you. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. You're never alone. I still have times when I feel alone. Lately, I've been going through this period of time where I just feel really lost. I'm not sure what God's calling me to do with my life. I'm not sure how God wants to use my gifts and my talents that he gave me to you know glorify him and I've been trying to figure that out and I've felt really lost hi hi honey and really alone no I hiding hi me hi Jay okay buddy thank you sit quietly okay sweetheart but I've been praying and I know God has a time that he's gonna you know answer that for me and just out of nowhere it's gonna be like bam there's God's answer right in my face and I'm just gonna be like I'm so sorry I ever doubted you. Thank you so much, God. And it it does work that way sometimes. And that's just what I'm waiting for right now as I go through this little struggling period. And I feel like everyone, saved or not saved, are going to have those periods of times where they have those moments of doubts and weaknesses. And it's just a matter of just reaffirming your faith in God and just re-strengthening that bond that you have with Jesus. So to... Sorry, I kind of rambled off there. To get back to the Bible study here. So we always place the highest value on the scarcest commodities. My apologies. Sometimes I stutter. (laughs) I don't know why I do that. So they got a really good analogy here for that. So they say M&Ms are made from cheap ingredients and available for easy grabbing on your way out the door at any convenience store. But you won't. Hang on, buddy. Sit down but you won't find diamonds within reach on aisle nine. No, high quality diamonds are locked away behind the counter and only serious buyers get to take a closer look. And that really puts that into perspective. So more than ever before, a woman of noble character is gonna be hard to find. There's, there are not too many women that really just wanna strive and just really live for God. and. I, I know for me personally, that's like my biggest goal in life is I just really want to be who God wants me to be and how God wants me to live my life. That's what I'm striving for. 
And being noble means to be dignified and gracious. And in the Bible, the word for noble is rendered capable, intelligent, and virtuous. And a woman like that is not easy to come by anymore. God wants us to stand out as women who know we have something valuable to offer the world. And as women of God, we do have valuable things to offer the word world. We're capable, we're intelligent, and we're virtuous women. We inspire full confidence in those who rely on us most, such as your husband, your children, your employers, your co-workers, etc. And the people around us can have full confidence in us because we have full confidence in God and we live according to his word. And you can also have full confidence in God no matter what season of life you're in right now. Me, the season of life I'm in is I'm a mother at home with small children and maybe that relates to you who's listening right now. Or maybe your children have all grown up and moved away and you have an empty nest at home. Maybe you're single, you're single again. I don't know what your situation is, but it doesn't matter what situation that is. You can still have full confidence in God no matter what. Sorry, my kids are kind of busting through the door here. Oh, now he's a kitty cat. So a loving God cares so much for you that he paid the ultimate price for you so that you don't have to spend one day apart from him. And so I don't, if you don't know, the ultimate price he paid for us was he sent his son Jesus down to earth as a human, like one of us. Sorry, guys. I had to shut the door. They're getting a little carried away here. So God sent Jesus, his son, down here for us and he died on the cross and paid the price for our sins but we still have to repent yes jesus died on the cross good job we still have to repent of our sins and do our best to live as jesus wants us to live so he laid down his life to ensure that someday we'll be the honored guest at the ultimate wedding in heaven when Jesus celebrates the church as his eternal bride. And you can actually see that in Revelations 21. So God declares himself our husband and we're the wife of noble character. And you may or may not have an earthly husband, but you do have a heavenly husband. Married or single, God wants you to be his wife of noble character. So this Proverbs 31 is relevant to all of us, whether you're single, married, single again, etc., etc., etc. And I want to encourage you to listen for his encouragement along this journey that we're going to take together. So whether or not you receive any positive feedback from anyone else, just know you're going to get positive feedback from me because I'm here to help you and walk you through it the best I can. This, like I said, I'm still learning too. Um, so it says here, you may live with a critical husband or be in an otherwise difficult marriage or family relationship, but remember, you are on the road to becoming the woman God wants you to be. And ideally, everyone shares the same goals for you as God does, and hopefully everyone you know wants you to be the very best you you can be, but that's not always necessarily the case. 
Some of you live with people who seem determined to discourage you or people who want to drag you down. Do not focus on human feedback. I can't stress that enough. Do not, and underline do not, do not focus on human feedback. Because the only feedback that's going to ever matter here in this Bible study is on God's feedback for your life. Just focus on your relationship with Jesus and live to please him and you're going to be doing amazing. As God transforms your life, you'll become an ever more beautiful bride and a woman whose noble character eventually brings her praise from the most important people in her life, such as your husband, your children, your extended family, or even your circle of friends. It may not happen overnight, but I believe someday our children, whether physical or spiritual, will stand up and acknowledge what God has done in and through our lives. Meanwhile, enjoy the inner satisfaction that comes from becoming the woman God wants you to be. Now, the first exercise we have with this Bible study is making a personal vision statement. And I will absolutely give you mine and the lady who wrote this Bible study's example so that you know what to do. But basically, there's um, four sections to this, but I promise you, it's not difficult. The first one is list two of your unique personal qualities. And the two I listed for myself were creativity and dedication. The second part, list one or two ways you enjoy expressing those qualities when interacting with others. I put giving to people and helping those who need help. The third one, assume the world is perfect, then describe it as you see it. What are people doing? How are they interacting? What does it feel like? And basically just describe what your perfect world looks like. I put, people are kind and smart, always helping each other. Families love each other. Kids are happy. And then four, combine your three answers above into a single statement. So mine says, my personal vision statement is to use my creativity and dedication to help others and give to others to help inspire others to love, trust God, and care for each other. So that's pretty simple. Now, the woman who wrote this, her number one was creativity and enthusiasm. Her number two was through supporting and inspiring. Her number three was everyone is freely expressing his or her talents in harmonious and loving ways. So her vision statement read... My personal vision statement is to use my energetic, powerful communication skills to challenge and motivate Christians to go into all the world, impacting lives and making the world a better place. So, to, just so that you guys don't, don't feel rushed through this, I'm going to go through that one more time really slowly so you guys can just write these down in your notebook. So, number one, write two unique personal qualities and they're personal to you not what I wrote not what she wrote unless of course those match what yours are number two how you enjoy expressing these qualities number three what people are doing in the ideal world and number four combine them into one sentence now the last thing you're gonna do for this bible study 
is your affirmation. So an affirm your affirmations, they want you to kind of just write those down and keep them somewhere where you can just go over them again and again. And they're actually really helpful. So your first affirmation, I'll read it nice and slowly so you have time to write it down and I can actually read it a couple of times for you. I place my full confidence in God. He has a good purpose for my life. Okay, one more time. I place my full confidence in God. He has a good purpose for my life. And that is day one of becoming the woman God wants me to be. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. And please, I really do value your feedback. I want to make sure that this podcast goes in a direction, you know, not just what I want, but in a direction that is actually teaching you guys and helping lead you in the direction of the Lord. So whatever you want to see, whether it's Bible study ideas, um, conversations, topics to discuss, you know, prayer requests, what you want to see, what will bring you into a closer relationship with God, please just give me that feedback and let me know. And like I said before, if you need prayers or you want someone to pray with or anything like that, reach out to me. I'm more than happy to pray with you. I'm still learning, learning as I go, but I'm striving to be the woman God wants me to be and I love everyone as Jesus loves everyone, even the ones that are a little difficult. I still love them. Don't always agree with everything, but I love them. All right. So thank you so much for hanging out on Faith Over Fear. And I'm looking forward to our next Bible study. Let's end on a word of prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for giving us this time of fellowship together. Just thank you for giving me this opportunity to do this Bible study on a podcast. And I just pray that it reaches people and that you open their hearts and their minds to just hearing your word, Lord, and that it brings them closer to you and to a closer relationship with Jesus. I pray that if it's your will, God, that maybe they'll feel encouraged to share this with their friends so that your word can just reach more people. And God, I just pray that if it's your will, that you just touch them and just bless everyone who's listening right now, God, and let them know that you're there and they're never going to be alone and that you love them unconditionally, no matter what they've done, no matter what their past looks like, no matter what they may have thought, said, did, it doesn't matter, God, you will forgive them. You're a merciful God and you love them. Just let them know that you're there and just wrap them in a big hug, God. In your name, Lord, I pray. Amen. Thank you guys for hanging out on Faith Over Fear, and I look forward to hanging out with you again next time. I love you all.